0: Hi this is Energy about to explore the fascinating world of mindfulness with Cortijo Romero course leader Alison Armstrong. Hi there Alison. Hi Energy. Alison in which areas of our lives is mindfulness most beneficial?
1: I would say that it's beneficial in lots of ways for example if you take uh, our mental health which is an an area often overlooked um, within healthcare systems Taking very simple examples of, say, someone who's suffering with with depression, it doesn't even have to be severe depression, just mild depression, that will influence their life quite dramatically. And someone with depression will often have the tendency to be very focused on the past and going over things that are past and regrets and I wish I hadn't done this and what if I had made that different decision in the past. And so with mindfulness, encouraging that person to come back to what's actually present now is is quite a change. And it means that that sort of ruminative thinking about the past gradually fades. So that's one example of where mindfulness can touch our lives. And and also in, in physical health. So many people live in chronic pain, for example, and there's not that much that the medical profession can can do sometimes to change that. So we have to learn how to live with that condition rather than fighting against it. And even if people don't have sort of major health issues going on, um, we can all live well through mindfulness um, because we can all spiral into unhelpful thinking and we will all face challenges in our life. Um, and it's a case of seeing how much we can face those challenges uh, with with the support of something like mindfulness to, to help give us that strength to get through.
0: And how do we learn to be more mindful?
1: Mostly we learn mindfulness through meditation. So we can think of this as being like our training ground. So. If we take an analogy, if we wanted to get fitter, we would go to the gym or we would go running or cycling or whatever. And that would be our training time. And then we would know that the impact of that training time would impact on the rest of our lives. Um, and, and it's a similar process with mindfulness so that we take our meditation time as our training time and then the impacts will will spread into our life. And in the meditation time, we're doing a number of things. We're learning how to pay attention to what's present. We're learning how to stay focused and to concentrate. We're learning how to uh, relate to difficulties because we often don't have to sit still for very long in a meditation before some difficulty arises, so we get an itch, or something starts aching, or we suddenly remember that we haven't done something. And so in our meditation time, we're practicing how do we relate to these sorts of difficulties, which can be quite trivial, um, and that's our, our practice, that's our training, um, or they can be a bit more significant. And so that's how we practice mindfulness uh, in a formal sense. But we also practice it informally. So on the mindfulness training, we encourage people to pay attention when they're just going about normal things that they do in their day. So it might be hanging the washing out on the line or getting in and out of the car or doing the same walk that that you do every day to the bus stop or or whatever it might be. Something that you're doing anyway and you're simply paying attention. So if you're walking to the bus stop, instead of being obsessed with thinking about the day ahead of you or things you haven't done or the to-do list that's running through, through your mind, instead of that, you're paying attention to how the wind feels on your face, to the touch of the ground beneath your feet, to your rhythm of your breathing, the movement of your body, um, these are all things that are present and in doing that we start to notice some of the really lovely things around that we often don't notice.
0: Okay, let's move on to your workshops and what sort of changes can people expect to see in their lives following a one-week mindfulness workshop at Korti
1: well, the, the one week workshop will basically provide everyone with the, with the basic practices of mindfulness so that they will return to their everyday life with, I don't like calling them tools or techniques, but that's kind of what they are, um, practices that will enable people to carry on practicing living in the present moment. Um, in terms of the week itself, it's, part retreat, part workshop, part holiday. So each part of that will give benefits to to people who come along. Um, so of course it is a holiday. We want people to to come and, and enjoy being in the area um, and enjoying being with each other. It's also that we're going to be learning these techniques. We're going to be doing lots of guided meditation and that has impact. We know that people who practice meditation, um, there's actual changes to the brain, and this is partly why there's so many benefits from practicing mindfulness. And those changes take time. Um, over a week there will be some change and which I find quite remarkable because we have we have um plasticity within our brains to be able to change. So impacts might be that people become much more aware of things in their lives that are not working, thinking patterns that are not working, uh, maybe things in their life that are going absolutely wonderfully and they hadn't really appreciated that before. So there's going to be all sorts of changes that could happen. And of course, we don't actually know, none of us know what, what is going to unfold, but those are some of the things that could potentially unfold.
0: And what sort of activities take place in your workshops?
1: We'll be doing some group work in terms of um, sharing as a group our experiences of the practices we'll be doing different types of meditation, some that connect us more strongly with our bodies, some that are helping us to relate to any difficulties that that crop up, some that help us to feel a sense of gratitude or a sense of um, of of love towards. Ourselves towards our life, towards other people. Um, we'll be doing some movement practice and we'll be doing some pair work so that people can explore in a, in a more, slightly more private way what, what their experience is. So quite varied and as much as we can, we'll be using the environment that we're in um, because we're, there's beautiful grounds to explore uh, and a beautiful area and beautiful food to be eaten and all of those things can help us uh, with our mindfulness practice so that we return over and over to what's really here, what's really present in each moment and having beautiful surroundings is really helpful for that process.
0: And that was Cortico Romero course leader, Alison Armstrong, talking to me about mindfulness.